Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of Wolford Weekly, or should I say Conversation Street, as we're doing a special crossover episode where we talked to Michael and Gemma all about the crossovers that happened on the soaps of Coronation Street and EastEnders this week. And wasn't it exciting, Rob? It was indeed. Um, it's, I'm really excited to do this, actually. It seems nice. You know, if the soaps can do it, then why can't the podcasts? And uh, Michael and Gemma have been going on Conversation Street for even longer than we've been around. Mm. So uh, it's great to, if you haven't uh, heard of them and you're fans of Coronation Street, please do go check out Conversation Street. Um, they're a lovely couple uh, and, we, and, we, and we had a really, really good time speaking to them. So should we do it, Alex? I think we should. Let's delve right in. Hi, Michael. Hi, Gemma. How are you both? Hello. We're, we're Good, okay. How are you? you? We're well. I'm very, very well. Very this is well. very exciting. What an honour. What an honour to speak to soap, know, so ca- soap podcast royalty. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, thank you so much. How lovely to speak to you as well. This has been too <laughs> yeah, long coming, awesome. hasn't it? It's been Absolutely. a long time. Proper, yeah. yeah because, now, Rob, we've, we've kind of known each yes. other on and off, like, podcasty wise for years haven't we because you listen to conversation yeah, you know, street we, we hang back out in the beginning we hang out at parties and all of that sort you know we hang out at podcast parties yeah. and you know get drunk behind behind outside <laughs> yeah, and all that sort of thing yeah you know the share, show the stories yeah, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. no it's i've been listening to, yeah, I've been, I, I I remember you on conversation a... street fairly early on yeah and then you went off for a bit didn't you and then we found you again online one evening and um yeah, yeah it's so funny that now now we've we've inspired you haven't we to, oh, to start know, to, exactly. to join Wolford Weekly you taught me everything I know <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I do apologize goodness me <laughs> yeah, apologize, a very apologize to Alex not to me <laughs> how rude how dare you um, so guys so, well, I mean Coronation Street and EastEnders. Now, normally the twain rarely meet, let's be honest, but this week is a special week because uh, all the soaps are doing uh, sort of crossovers in order to speak about climate change. Now, uh, tonight on EastEnders, uh, we watched uh, Maria uh, from Coronation Street having a Barney with Tracy Barlow uh, talking about uh-huh. um, climate change. Uh, how did you feel about the, the scene in Coronation Street this week? We'll talk about Cory first, but how did you feel um, yeah. about... Uh, how how it was all inserted into into your soap this week. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the crossovers. It's been quite yeah. quite fun, and it's been lovely having all the communities get together. I can't say yeah. that the way that Coronation Street had their scene was the best, and, and even putting Maria <laughs> as the the mouthpiece for it. I did I wonder that. Mm. I, but uh, although, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the story has been going on Corrie for a little while. Mm, yeah, I we've mean, had I, um, I, we, we've had this story where the, we've had, we've had the story with the characters um, with Maria and Sally um, complaining about the amount of parking uh, about cars parked on Coronation Street, and, and there's been a lot of fumes, and, and Liam, her, Maria's son, has suddenly develops asthma, and and oh, it's it's compelling stuff, and, and so it kind of felt natural to us that that part of the story was still going on today. But um, yeah, uh, when, when it was re- recorded, because it was in yesterday's episode, wasn't it, that Maria um, recorded yes. that, or that it was a a journalist recorded that it felt a bit like oh okay this is the crossover bit rather than something natural for Coronation <laughs> yeah, Street yeah, and, yeah. and maybe maybe I would have preferred it if it had been a different character but um it, it was okay it's... and it was quite fun seeing a pop-up in EastEnders today as an outsider it was, it was looking good. in because I'm not I've, I have to I put my hands on I've not watched Coronation Street for years and years and years and years is this Tracy and Maria Barney is this a, a long-term thing as well is this that so they've got a history between each other so it made sense for them to have this argument live on this social media platform Tracy and Maria yeah um I I don't I think they just 
uh, argue with everybody. Well, especially oh, Tracy. Right. She'll Tracy's have a bargain always, with anyone, wouldn't she? Yeah, Tracy mm. will argue with anybody about anything. Um, Maria's just had a beer in her bonnet about about the parking <laughs> for, <laughs> for a good few months now. And as we all know, that parking cars is one of the major drivers of um, climate change. So we really yes. need to cut down on the cars. We need to get them moving. Yeah, they should always be moving. Like More. They should be like sharks. Never stop moving. Just to constantly go around the road. Exactly. Yeah, it's been... It's been really, uh, we haven't yeah, it's tried been quite... that yet, have we? So no, it, that's that wouldn't be the thing. secret. Wasn't it a bypass as well that's being built though? Didn't they yeah, say that a bypass? That's, that's a new thing. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, a new that thing, especially odd. for that... the week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because apparently they're also bad for the environment. Yeah, right. it, it, I did feel that watching it um, when they were talking about them um, building the bypass over the big the, the red wreck, which is their local park, it kind of yes. came out of nowhere. And yeah. no, not not many people apart from Maria really cared about it. I, I know this would be major. Would be honestly, thing. this would be major news um, in the world of Weatherfield because that is where they go for everything. Um, not so much recently because of COVID, and we've had uh, Victoria Gardens as um, like a new kind of parky set that they can go and yes. sit in. Um, but that would have been the red wreck. Would have been you know. Well, it's a major kind of part of their everyday lives. And everyone's like, well, you know, you can get to Cheshire faster with this bypass. <laughs> yeah, Sam um, didn't seem too bothered was, by the end. No, Sa- Sally was is a very strange character to have on the side of, yes. I mean, they've, they've, they've kind of put together this story quite well because Sally's been trying to get rid of the cars on the street and now she's got the bypass, which I assume they're all parked there instead. This gridlock motorway where everyone's parking, Marie's running up and down chasing people with asthma. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so that kind yeah. of makes sense. But really Sally's not the sort of character who would uh, sort of approve of getting rid of a park. We'd sort no, of, sort of maybe have her yeah. yeah, they had a storyline twenty odd years ago where they were going to dig up the the red wreck, and um, and that was quite a big one. Then and they had a, a character called Spider Nugent, who was a bit of a oh. swampy oh, eco activist kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that felt like a really big story. And, and Alf Roberts was the the counselor at the time, who was the <laughs> one Emily trying to a tree. push through the. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and that felt bigger. And this this week for, for Coronation Street, so far at least, felt a little bit like, oh, okay then. I don't... I, I They must have picked like a a thing for each soap because EastEnders had Eat Less Meat. Yeah. And mm. I don't... The thing is, that's a really clear and obvious thing that you, everyone can do it. You can, you can debate it. Everyone's got an opinion about it. Whereas a bypass and a park, like if, I, if you don't live there, mm. I mean, I don't care if they... Knock down the red wreck. I don't live anywhere near it. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, it's unrelatable. Yeah. Because like, yeah. it isn't. Is it? It's not as relatable. To... No, but wasn't there like a big story with like the sinkholes like a week ago? Shouldn't that be like? I would have thought that like that's that what would I be thought. Closer yeah. to it, wouldn't it? They, <laughs> it that's old mentioned. news. Natural disasters. Yeah. So briefly, like oh, there was all, and all there was all that flooding, and then she didn't say, and that guy died that we all know. Or anything, because you know, a character no. died. Because I mean, you can link it to climate change, can't you? <laughs> if you wanted to, <laughs> literal yeah. people Johnny have died was killed by climate it. change. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny was killed by climate change. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> um, yeah, talking about the sinkhole, I watched it. I watched all that because we've known we were going to do this for a little while, listeners. If we're honest, a bit behind the scenes, Goss. This has mm-hmm. been in the this has been in the works for a little while, and I watched um, Sinkhole yes. Week um, in preparation. Sinkhole it week. was. <laughs> it was well. It was interesting. I believe we're calling it, was, it Horonation Street. Uh, that's, Horonation that's my belief. Street. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah. yeah, that's quite right. Um, I mean, I'd love to hear what you guys, as the Corrie podcast, thought of Sinkhole Week. Um, 
it, it reminded it it was it was it was a lot wasn't it it was a quite a lot of um sort of people falling oh, yes. down holes <laughs> we loved yeah that. yeah <laughs> did you did you really enjoy it <laughs> We really, really enjoyed it, and it has been so divisive. Like, I look- thought, honestly, though, I, I yeah. thought it was a bit too restrained for my taste. <laughs> yeah, you wanted like, the whole street demolished. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't have that. Yeah, it was absolutely it's nice. be horror. It was, um, yeah, we we really enjoyed it. We I, I love all the big stunts and the and the epicness, yeah. and, and it's been so long since Coronation Street has been able to do stuff like that because of COVID. That for us, it was just like, oh, brilliant! I'll, I'll tell you, it, okay, we will suspend our disbelief for the moment. <laughs> it was very silly, but um, yeah. I was really excited by it, and 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 and, I, and I'd been really trying hard to avoid spoilers for it as well. So some of the bits that happened, I didn't realise were going to happen, like the big car crash as well. Oh, and I yeah. knew that it would yeah. be related to the sinkhole, but I didn't know who'd be going down there. We predicted that Johnny would um, end up making yes, his maker down there. Yes, Johnny's been walking but... around oh. saying that he's looking forward to his future, and yeah, uh, he can't wait to see that. his. That's, that's again. practically a suicide note. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. basically. And I, I think I also liked it because a lot of the characters, some of my favourite characters were involved in it. Mm. So Jenny and Johnny and Abby and, and, and Corey and, and Nina. Oh, yes. So they're some of my favourites at the moment. So it was, it was a great weekend. Yeah, great characters. For, for, what did you think, Rob? Yeah, come on, tell us. I, mean, I really want to know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, I, I did enjoy it. I thought all of the actors were great in it. And the fact that it went on during, mm. you know, you couldn't. I don't think you could look at that week, isolate and say that was filmed during a pandemic where you've all got to stay two metres apart. You know, obviously people were bubbled and mm. I think yeah. they, it all went really well. Um, and I, I agree that, uh, you know, the characters that were involved were, were really good. Um, it was a little bit sort of like you said, I think suspend disbelief is an excellent phrase to use during it. Uh, <laughs> so a lot of it was sort of like, oh, okay. Then, you know, my favourite, I think, moment was when Harvey and Leanne were having their ultimate climax and Harvey raised the spanner up and then the sinkhole disappeared and he yes. wasn't that far away from Leanne. The sinkhole disappeared beneath Harvey. Leanne was just looking down going, oh, bye then, see you later. And then found the yeah. gun that had been disposed of by another sinkhole via another pipe further down the street. I mean, it was all, it, I mean, it was just kind of silly, watch, silly soap stuff, wasn't it? It was kind of fun. It was, of, it really know, was. Impressive I think, stuff. I think we it, laughed. Yeah. When when we saw him fall down the hole, you just had to laugh. Really, I don't know. Yeah, I really, I have to believe it was a bit tongue in cheek. I hope it was. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it, it was. To be, I mean, there was some. <laughs> there were some poignant scenes on the Friday with with um, Jenny mm. and, and Johnny. Mm. Um, that was yeah. really tragic. But you know, some of the other stuff was just crazy oh sad one, yeah. one, of, yes. one of the big criticisms for EastEnders especially at the moment is that there's a, ver- a huge lack of aftermath for any storyline that happens mm. for arguments yeah. like Janine's fire in the Mitchell house story it happened one day the next day it was completely forgotten and something I had to say I admired was that the following week because I watched episodes after uh was Horonation Street sinkhole madness? Um, <laughs> yeah. That they they had an, an amazing amount of aftermath with it, um, and I really admired that yeah. as well. It was really nice seeing the stories that they, they kind of continued, and you know they had Dev, and he was um, giving management role to his son because he left him in the car. Yes. And uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you always have to invite yeah. anyone you leave in a car. Yeah, of course, uh, yeah, of it's course just polite, really, it. isn't and, it? And Sam's mum, who who uh, I thought that was gut wrenching watching the scenes with Sam yes. he's a good little actor oh, he's an amazing little he is actor. a good little actor yeah. isn't he oh yeah. fantastic yeah, he's actor. great social media's gone mad for yeah, him he's been, he's been in the episode they have he's, he's on been on that he had his little yeah. monologue yes. yeah he's, he's been on the show for about a year or so now hasn't he and, and straight mm. away he was he one of the when we pegged him as like yeah, he's, yeah. He's, gonna, he's gonna be good no he's been yeah. very impressive yeah yeah. Um, but the, yeah, so, I think Corey does it quite well um, aftermath weeks 
they mm. kind of they kind of take the time to to sort of wallow in the grief, but um, <laughs> yeah. it does yeah. slow everything else down. It does. It can slow oh, things down a bit. Gemma, so, sometimes wallowing well. in grief is, is what EastEnders has made its living on. So don't don't diss it, love. Honestly, like EastEnders <laughs> has made a living on wallowing in grief. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then some. But then eventually it will like stop, and they won't mention it again because of the filming yeah. blocks mm. and everything. Yeah. You'll you'll have your weeks where it's like, oh, what's going on with this story? Because we've had another f- a few big other storylines going on this year like a bigger a bigger fair and everything and it's like oh that's just on hold now for yeah, the moment and it's going to come again at some point <laughs> is that is that similar with these tenders you have stories that start and stop and then come back again a month oh, later and stuff yeah don't even get us started no. lot of storytelling i'm sure you have that in mm. cory well you certainly it's, it's a thing mm. across all the soaps i think it's the way they deal with like the number of episodes that they've got isn't it um so mm. what i wanted to ask um Obviously, um, Alex has said, has said that he hasn't watched Corey properly um, since the nineties. Um, what is? And I, I obviously have, I've been a, a fan of Corey for years and years. I haven't watched it for a little while um, recently, but I did obviously tune in for recent episodes. Um, what is mm. your experience of EastEnders, guys? What is what is your watching habits? Did you know a single person that was in any of the episodes that you watched? <laughs> no, well, a few, uh, a few. I, re- I recognise yeah, Sharon. Sharon. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sharon Mitchell, and obviously when Mick came in, who was Danny what? Dyer this evening. <laughs> May I correct you? He only had one line. For Sharon, Sharon oh, Watts. Oh. She, she dropped the oh, Mitchell. Yeah, she, she dropped the oh, Mitchell. Oh, sorry. Sharon. That was about two marriages ago. I, I, re- I recognised <laughs> her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no it was just, there, was that, there was a big story when she was trying to uh, kill her, her, what, her third or Ian Bill because she married Ian Bill uh, and um, because she found out that well she she blamed Ian for the death of her son and so last Christmas the big story was that she was trying to kill him with a Christmas pudding Um, so so. oh lovely oh that sounds great so you know that happened that's that's how Gemma was trying to get me yeah yeah Um, I I recognise Patrick as well because the the actor that plays him is quite famous isn't he he? Um, yes we're we're trying to desperately today um watching it i felt like i was trying to revise for an exam yeah i wasn't really um hadn't paid attention to anything that had happened so um we've watched three episodes um my family used to watch eastenders when i was young um so i remember watching it then and Mm. then we stopped watching it and then a few years well i can't remember how you guys will probably know what i'm talking about but I went around my uncle's house at Christmas and they were watching EastEnders and it was a woman crying on the floor eating dog food. And I remember oh, thinking, okay, this is um, a bit different from Corrie. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Is that a, a famous bit. story? <laughs> um, yeah, that was, that, yeah, that was my most recent yeah. experience of watching EastEnders wow. apart from the episodes that we watched yeah, whereas I, I hadn't ever w- watched it at all. I mean, the odd bit here and there, but I, I just recognised some of the characters mm. from, you know, they're famous. Yeah, they're famous. Like, like the, uh, the Patrick, I recognised that actor because I loved him when he was in the Thin Blue Line back in the late oh, 90s. Right, yeah. Did either of you watch yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. great. Oh, I loved the Thin Blue Line. Then, um, loved it, yeah. He was, he was fab in that and then there was Denise in tonight's episode I think she was in The Bill at yes, one point I remember her from that <laughs> wow yeah. um, well The Bill used but, to be the um, the retirement home for a lot of soap actors didn't it it I did think, yeah. I mean Denise did it the other yeah. way around but like Todd Carty and Louisa Leighton Le- Le- was on in, yes. on The Bill for a little bit as well wasn't she so like it, mm. it became retirement mm. home for them I mean it was yeah. well, was it is it that EastEnders just never appealed to you, like when you were younger, and just didn't capture your imagination, Michael? Or, or was it just that I you th- th- were more 
more Corrie guy. It was just. I mean, I, I think lots of people watch what their families watch, and, and mm. my family always had Coronation mm. Street on and, and Never Eastenders, and I was you know twelve, thirteen at the time, and um, that that was on, and I, and I gradually just sat in the lounge with them and started following that, and and, and never. And I had calls to, to switch ever, the channel. Ever. No, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit of a commitment stop. being a soap watcher, isn't it? I, I don't know how anybody watches oh, yeah. more than one soap, to be honest. No. <laughs> it takes no. up so much time. That is true. But then that um, um, yes, the number of episodes, isn't it? I mean, that's increased by a massive yes, margin over, over time recently. Um, and so I think yeah, you're on four four a week at the moment. We're four. Yeah, we're on four. You guys yeah. are six. I'm sure at one point I've had this argument with uh, Ben before. I'm sure Coronation Street did seven at one point. Didn't you used to have a Sunday episode? Sunday no, there used episode. to be a Sunday one, but that was like the fourth episode a week, I think. Okay. Oh yeah. It, it's changed days over the years. Mm. Mm. I, I don't think. I mean, there may have been seven the odds, you know, special week or whatever. But it, six has always been the the maximum, the magic number. Yeah, and that was out. Uh, yeah, but it used to be it used to be five up until three, four yeah, years ago. Yeah, it used ago, to be maybe, like a double, doubles on Monday and Friday, and then one on a Wednesday. Yeah, and the Wednesday one always felt like a bit of a waste of time, really, because they never did much. Because they knew that they only had one, you know, half hour bit. Whereas having double episodes, they can kind of you know have a big cliffhanger mm. in the middle between each episode. Because um, you did, does EastEnders ever do two in one day, or is it just one a day? Very rarely. I think rarely. we've done that for a long time, haven't we? Christmas Day, they used to sometimes do two, didn't they? They used to split them in half roll. Mm. So they used to do one yes. at about six o'clock, which was kind of like the tame episode of EastEnders for the for the kiddies. <laughs> and then and about 8.30, yeah, and then by 8.30, 9 o'clock, yeah, they're eating dog food off oh, the floor, God. sticking their heads in gravy, yeah. you know. That's that post-war <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I, I have to say, I did, I did quite enjoy watching these episodes of EastEnders. That we yeah. there, there were some stories that I was like, I, I, I don't, don't know what's know. going on. And, and I can't in invest this. in this, of like course. the thing with, with Vi losing her house or something. I was like, oh, yeah. I, 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 I and, don't know what's going on. Who's there. it? Grey is very sad. Yeah, Grey going to a funeral yeah. or something. And he's proposed. Oh, yeah. Will she say yes? Yes. Well, exactly. Now, this let, lady, let us, ta- let us, ta- let us tell you about. <laughs> let us tell you about well, Chelsea. Now, let us tell you about Grey. Uh, Grey Atkins oh. is well. You now, you know Michael and Gemma, uh, the producers of Cor- of Corey over the years. The, the name Kate Oates will be very familiar to you, I have no doubt. <laughs> yes. um, well, basically, Gray is um, the East Enders version of Pat Phelan. Uh, he started off. Oh, um, really? really? Yes. Mm. Well, yes, but much less popular <laughs> because. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, he started off as a uh, very powerful domestic violence storyline with his wife, and it culminated in him actually killing his wife in a domestic violence plot. You know, Blimey. you know that's. I know. Oh, like, was she the one that fell into the knife in the dishwasher? That's yes, it. that's right. Yeah, she got dishwashed to death. That's the one. I've heard of um, that. And he I, looks so yes. sad. Well, yeah, it looks deceiving. Oh, he's far from, far from. Ah. He's now killed uh, three people. Is it now, Alex? I need to it watch it again. Three, yes, one he pushed yeah. in front of a tube train. Another he wrapped yeah. up like a subway oh, sandwich after killing, yeah. strangling, strangling her. her. And then, yeah. and obviously his ex, and then dishwashed his wife. Dishwashed his wife. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now, no, now, now our, pro- our problem is. Well, yeah. I mean, our problem is. You know, it started off as such a powerful story. Um, with the domestic violence, really, and you know, killing the killing the the partner, something that was really prevalent, especially during lockdown. Mm. So, really, 
topical story and really yeah. important story to tell and then sort of went down the sort of soapy serial killer route so it's kind of cheapened it and lost it and lost mm. its power that it once had but uh, yeah. what I wanted to ask you more than anything really was so at the moment all the soaps are currently working together to send out this message to you know for climate change and that's fantastic what do you think about um the future of the genre of soaps you know now we're, we're here together as massive super fans of, of, a, of our own shows um what do you mm-hmm. think the future of the genre of soap is and do you think it's possible for the soaps to work together to keep each other alive I would hope so. That's a really good, yeah. That's a really good question. We we talk sometimes about you know where's it going to go, and it feels sometimes a bit of a scary future for soaps because mm. everybody wants to binge things and watch everything all at once, and you know TV is is you know the, the quality of television has gone up massively. Um, mm. Soaps used to kind of like I don't know hold the fort when uh, the TV got a bit kind of dire. But then, you know, you, you started getting massive investment in American TV, like Lost and Desperate Housewives, I think, were, you know, mm. like bringing mm. in that kind of era, the golden era of television. And um, just so much money is going into creating really high-quality dramas and comedies. It's difficult to see how soaps can compete, especially when it relies on you watching every single episode. Um, mm. So it can be quite a scary thing. I think... As long as they want to keep doing them, they will. But it's a question of whether it starts to get too expensive. That's the trouble. Yeah, I think they'll fight tooth and nail to keep them on. I honestly think on that the, the the idea mm. of um, either either company either um, channel like dropping their soap, I think it would make it would kind of make them lose face. Does mm. that make sense? Because mm. they're yeah. flagship shows for both of them, and um, especially with ITV you know the, the history of Coronation Street going back 60 years um, I think it would just be too big of a thing to lose and in in a sense I, I feel as though there's a lot of the identity of the channels tied up in these shows you know what what does BBC mean to lots of people well EastEnders mm. the same with ITV um, some other t- quite famous shows I don't know that people would necessarily remember what channel they were on yeah you know, does that make sense like yeah. yeah, I feel like there's an identity tied up in them. Mm. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, it sort we, of feels the ratings have of... been on the yeah. decline forever, haven't That's they? Yeah, I mean, they'll always the be they'll they'll find their level and level out at some point because there's always going to be people that will want to watch soaps. And I know they've been trying to uh, catch the youth and everything, and that's a very difficult audience mm. to catch. But I, I would like to think that they'll be able to keep going in in some fashion forever. It's it's horrible to think not. I think mm. because they've. I think the sort of the height of binge TV is now and the fact that soaps are still carrying on is a good sign that people have uh, are willing to keep those viewing habits for specific shows that they need to. Hmm. Um, and obviously reality TV is a, is a similar format where you kind of have to watch yeah. every week otherwise someone's going to tell you what happened. Um, yeah. And they, uh, I know that EastEnders and Corey both um, experimented with uploading all the episodes at, at the beginning of the week. Yeah, during the Olympics. Yes. Yeah, and we hated that. Yeah, <laughs> what we did, did we yeah, so did we. What did you think Wait, about that? So, well, <laughs> Rob, Rob, you say you hated it. I, I In a strange well, way, I, I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> it helped us out to record the podcast, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it was convenient that's not, for us. Yeah, that was about it. For us for that. But I actually <laughs> didn't mind so much. The thing that, for me, I felt it lost was the community. As soon as they started mm. uploading yes, exactly. all the episodes in one go, there was, there was a real lack of community 
community and like on our twitter you could see that the number of people who would interact with us was was declining and being you know being just forgotten about um and really that's what soaps should be about it's 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 encouraging a community kind of conversation between people um yeah that's that's exactly how we feel Mm, that's why they do all these Mm. kind of stories but in a in a weird way, maybe with a restructure of how we look at soaps is is maybe putting them all on at once the the direction to do it. And how but and how far do you put on so many episodes? Do you put a month's worth on at yeah. once? Do you put a week's on worth at once? You know, it's it's it depends on whether people can maybe re- rethink what soaps should be and whether we should rethink that. Yeah, way. that makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Because soaps are. Meant I mean, the, to be the trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, the trouble is, yeah, you you upload everything. If especially if you do it on a Monday morning, I mean, nobody's. I mean, very few people are going to be binge watching it on Monday morning and going onto Twitter to talk about it. Mm. Um, and the other thing about it is that the um, the online newspapers and digital spy and every everyone they go onto twitter and they trawl through everybody's responses and they use it to make articles about the soaps yeah so they'll be like you know cory fans horrified at, at uh, coronation street gaff or something and then they'll just put anonymous yeah. tweets in and without that that what are they going to be writing about and so the coronation coronation street and eastenders and emmerdale they stop being reported on by the tabloids and and that's uh, kind of i think a way to remind people who don't watch the soaps that they're on mm. you know mm. the, the fewer people talking about them uh the the, the fewer articles there are going to be online about people's reactions mm. and so it starts to drop in the consciousness and uh people are i don't think going to come back um but then you know yeah, i don't I'm- think any of us really understand the mindset of of people that well can really get into the mindset of dropping in and out of a soap yeah because we no. have to watch every episode <laughs> um, so we're contractually obliged very... yeah I'm, I'm, exactly. I, I remember yeah. when I was at uh, college many, many years ago, and and we studied uh, Coronation Street actually as part of the course. And it was d- uh, the, dis- the, dis- the discussion was whether uh, how easy it is to to join a soap, to to invest into a soap. Yeah. How many episodes will it take for you to kind of learn? enough about the characters to get oh, into them that's interesting. and yeah and it's uh, interesting that we're doing this this week because we've both kind of been watching i think we've i would say in general we've watched about three or four episodes and, and do you think that mm-hmm. if you if you were to watch eastenders now you could carry on watching eastenders no for after these three episodes comfortably you feel like you could comfortably watch them without having spoken to rob and i tonight do you think he could have just delved back in? Because that's another thing that could bring in an audience is is the the simplicity of bringing an audience into the soap again. Have they made it too complicated with the number of characters, the number of stories, the number that's of things trouble, that seem yeah. to be going on around now? Like it was a much more simplistic era, really, in in the nineties, the two thousands. There was one or two stories, perhaps, that were the long standard yeah. ones, the ones that were talked about. Now there's four, five, six stories happening in in one week. Yeah. Do, do you think that maybe simplifying a soap would be an easier direction to get people back on on board? I'm just I just really want to know how long it would have taken us to work out this guy is a murderer <laughs> because we had no idea. No. Um, just the, on his next I, death, I was, I was obviously like such on. a nice man. <laughs> oh wait a minute! He seems to have done this before. Well, you were you were excited I was about happy him to getting on watching bits of it. Yeah, <laughs> I was happy to carry on watching bits of it because there were some so stories, funny. like the story with Eve that started last week. I, I thought that Eve was a Eve's brilliant fantastic. character because she was new, wasn't she? Of Eve. 
but but she she wasn't in it tonight. But what what a cracking actress she was. I hope that she's going to be the come back for about... your sakes. I'd like I want to know what's going to happen there. The, the baby storyline. I'm I'm kind of a bit yeah. interested in. There's other yeah. stories that I'm less interested right, in. But see. if I were to carry on watching, I'm sure I would start to pick up. But... In the other. I'm not going to I'm not going to do it though, guys. But... I, can't, I haven't got time. <laughs> but, Michael, we've got you written down for babysitting duties while we're away to do Wolford Weekly. Is that not a, is that not the plan? Oh, right. to hours. <laughs> you, you, you might you might experience a decline in listenership yeah, those weeks. Um, but is no it, I think it's a good um a good argument for introducing new characters because we the first episode we watched was Eve's first episode yeah. I think I don't know if she's yeah, been it before but we were like oh okay um and it it kind of helped us to ease in and we you can sort of see the beginning of her story mm. um mm. and and with the baby I think the baby's a new character as well yes <laughs> yes, yes so is. we were yes. like okay yeah here we're following along with this story too so <laughs> no she's been um, in it for years she smokes she looked like an bed. old pro yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, she was great she was so cute that she good. was adorable <laughs> yeah. it's interesting you saying about new so characters. I think new characters it's interesting you're saying yeah. that because Coronation Street has a real good tradition of keeping characters and actors on the show. Yes. Where yeah. EastEnders don't tend to have the same tradition. Like there's a lot of characters who I recognise immediately, like Stalwart. Sally, like Kevin. You know, I said as a joke when we were talking to each other, oh, I hope Ken's still on the show. And he is. You know, it's like... It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still, oh, he's yeah. still going. Is he? Is he? Is he's real... the, Ken is the crows at the Tower of London. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking after the crown jewels, is he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so interesting. But I always, I almost feel like, especially, you know, with the additional, especially for the ITV shows, they're throwing so many extra episodes in. And it almost feels like, in some ways, in order to compete with one another, the soaps have sort of yeah. bent themselves out of their individual shapes in order to compete with one another. So, mm. it, you know, have they lost their identity? Is that maybe why some viewers are falling away from them? Because there's that constant competitiveness with each other. Um, and it just, I, I'm reminded of when William Roach, when Corey won uh, Best Soap on one of the Soap Awards, and he made a, a speech basically saying to everybody that was there, to everyone at Emmerdale, EastEnders, Hollyoaks, Doctors, you know, we're all colleagues at the end of the day. We're all doing the same job. We're mm. all trying to educate and entertain the nation. And he's totally right. So I really think that going forwards, in order to keep the genre alive, because the, the genre of soap is so important still, you know, if you do a yeah. domestic violence storyline or a rape storyline or a drug addiction, any of those sorts of big issues and the helplines attached to them, those numbers spike. You know, the stories help people. Yeah, Soaps don't just make they us do. roll our eyes or make us laugh. You know, they really help us sometimes. And it would be a real shame Definitely. and it would be wrong for us to lose that in sort of the consciousness of British television. I hope, personally, that this climate change thing can be just the start of the soap starting to acknowledge each other's importance a little bit more. Because there's no need for you to be constantly competing with one another and trying to get each other knocked off the schedules and going against each other. You know, it's, it's unnecessary. So, fingers crossed, I say. Yeah, and, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where they do measure their success based on each other's viewing figures. Decline, yeah. Which I, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to get out of that. But and I don't the awards agree as well, you. isn't there? The yeah, NTA the is the British Soap mm. Awards, TV Choice. The, so. the other thing it also is that quite a lot of the the behind the scenes people and even some of the actors will you know go from soap to soap. So 
yeah, we've know. got Gwen Taylor. They, they all party with each other backstage at the award ceremony. As anyone, <laughs> oh god, they, yeah. They consider themselves all colleagues. It's a it's a friendly rivalry, but job. I don't think all, <laughs> all viewers see it as a friendly rivalry. <laughs> I would really love it if we had more crossovers, but it felt laborious. It felt like yeah. they, it mm. felt really shoehorned in. Mm. I don't know whether. Um, it kind of stuck out in it and it kind of looked a bit odd to people who didn't know that this was going to happen. Um, yeah. I just think it could I, be done I, more organically, but it might yeah, be just I think way mo- much, too much more work than we can imagine, perhaps. Maybe, yeah. And you also, you've got to... I mean, I'd love to see... I remember Jimmy, the guy who played Jimmy Corkill in Brookside years and years ago. Obviously, you know, Brookside got cancelled years ago. But he said that mm. he, he'd love to just for his character to turn up on Corey or East Dennis and sort of continue that character's life story. Yeah. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Like, characters that have left one soap. You know, someone, you know, Maria leaves Coronation Street and moves to, to East... I'll tell you what, Maria would have a time in East Enders, but let me tell you. Um, but, you know, yeah, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, that would be I, That'd be interesting. It depends if the actor would want to do that, obviously, because that's sort of clinging on to a character that clearly was done with one soap and moving on to another. But, I, it, you know, it would be interesting to see if they could integrate a bit more. I mean, wasn't um yeah. I Cindy? Cindy was in EastEnders, and then was a barman, bar lady oh, in Stella. Street, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Stella. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. 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 She's not very good. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't she uh, put a northern accent for it? I forget. Mm. Yeah, she she, she kind of everything. <laughs> she whispered like, everything. She hoped that people wouldn't notice. Like. Oh, hello. <laughs> she, she, she wasn't a very particularly popular character, was she? She lasted she was no a few Batlin. years, bless her. We but, call, um... yeah, no, we just call her beige Stella, don't we? Yeah. So beige. <laughs> she wore beige. She was Alcohol-free beige. Stella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just not... um, I, I wonder whether there's there must be some kind of... Is it like the BBC? Like if, uh, if they share anything, do they have to... Is it like the Queen will chop their head off or something they, <laughs> they get the license yeah. pay they get the, the license payer fees and they've got obligations and things i don't know whether they can share ip but wouldn't it be great if they could i just uh, can't yeah. see um yeah, i can't I see it happening that. but it would be if it was like the whole metaverse of soaps yeah because also the other thing that we hear about from other people who watch uh, more than one soap is that very often um, storylines get copied from one soap to another and it feels yeah. redundant and, and silly but if it was part of one big soap metaverse they wouldn't need to do that mm. because they could be like refer, <laughs> refer to EastEnders this week if you want to find out more about how to push your girlfriend onto a <laughs> dishwasher <laughs> <laughs> One thing that was interesting about the shared universe, though, wasn't there one thing around, was it around the 50th anniversary of Coronation Street? Dot Cotton said yes. that you watch Coronation Street. Yeah. So back then it was Never a programme and now Weatherfield is a real place. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, that's really straight. That's something that was pulled up, um, uh, I think, someone on Twitter as well. Yeah, Dot had mentioned about watching Coronation Street or having to, having to get home to watch it. And then... <laughs> Never misses it, dog, dog. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tiff Tonight said like, oh, did you see this, this lass in, in Weatherfield? Weatherfield. <laughs> Weatherfield. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, trust Tiff to go after Maria. Just don't think too hard about that. No. (laughs) Well, guys, honestly, I could talk to you. We could talk to you forever, um, and I really hope that we get to do this again sometime (laughs) because it's been a lot. It was really good fun. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah. yeah I, I liked EastEnders. I really enjoyed one thing that just before we finish, I want to say is that one thing I noticed yeah. about EastEnders that stood out to me was how busy everything looked. Yes. 
And this is yeah. you know, we're come, just coming out of COVID filming in Corrie at the moment. And, and people, a couple of characters maybe stand kind of close to each other yeah. on Corrie now, but it really felt like mm. EastEnders was very busy and packed and full I of the market believe it. scenes. Today when they and were I, throwing, I really appreciated that. When they were throwing crisps at each other, I was like, I hope they sprayed those down. <laughs> that could never happen on Corrie. I mean, Throwing by members of their family off camera. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've been praised. It has to be said that the one thing you can say about the, during the COVID, uh, EastEnders have filmed, uh, they call them plate shots, um, where they've been able to get big crowd scenes in living rooms or outside and they've basically had to film them individually which is one of the main reasons why the episodes are wow. terribly shorter <laughs> as you as you noticed yeah. tonight when right. you, you kind of said oh yeah. my goodness that that ended quickly um you know it's 20 minutes it episodes. really makes a big difference it, mm. it does make it like it the really rovers in cory at the moment this has been so empty like three or four characters in the pub yeah. that, and... I, I i have to ask you about that actually because it was something i was watching i was watching episodes from last week and it's, what was going on in the rovers people seem to order their drink and then walk off somewhere they seem to walk around the back like every single one of them they've ordered a drink and then walked off oh yes like there was there's no a one, one way system oh okay there's a smoking area around the back okay yeah. so sometimes yeah, they go what, out there to have secret s- talks and be overheard and stuff. yeah so when when they they never really properly had covid but they People um, would go and order takeaway hot pot from. Like, I've never seen anybody <laughs> yeah. eat so much hot pot during the pandemic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it still it feels very very sparse on Coronation Street mm. um, compared to EastEnders. So mm. I think it's interesting the different approaches that the soaps have taken to try to overcome the limitations. But you wouldn't honestly know that there there are any on EastEnders. No, um, you wouldn't. So, no, so obviously it, it, they've gone for. I don't want to say quality over quantity because oh, well. uh, I don't want to say quantity is not as <laughs> good. Too far but there's definitely Obviously more not. episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, more... I mean, there, there's, there's been pros and cons for all approaches. Yeah, there's no yeah. right way of doing yeah, it. No, I really, yeah. really noticed that in, in EastEnders. It was very, very slick yeah. and, and busy. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And, I, and I hope that Corrie yeah, gets back soon because we, we, the, the, the landlady at Coronation Street at the moment is one of our favourite characters, Jenny, and it feels like she's been she's shortchanged a bit on her landlady ship because but she, yeah, she's just she's not had a chance to shine because the pub's just been dead. Yeah, yeah but that's what I mean. It's yeah. like yeah. everyone just there was they were dancing at one point and there was just two people to like music and it was like my goodness this. Oh and no, yeah, mm. very odd. It, yeah. Uh, it to, to yeah to us it was odd as well. So mm. yeah. still not got used to it, but yeah. hopefully they're, they're on their way out because from from the Horonation Street stuff a couple of weeks ago since since around then more and more people have been bubbling up and I guess yeah. they've been doing uh, COVID tests and things uh, yeah. uh, and everything. So uh, yeah, hopefully we're, we're on our way out of it. Ooh, and that and that has come back to why I really really did appreciate the Horonation Street week because as silly as it was, it was great having everyone getting it looked really busy and uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Well, it's been it's been a really lovely chat, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's let's do it again sometime. It was awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we're colleagues. Definitely. We're colleagues too now. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, like, exactly, yeah. like, like the soaps, podcasts. We're a community as well. And just, as a mm. podcast community, I think it's so. lovely to talk to one another and, uh, you know, talk about the, yeah. the things that we love. It's been really great fun talking to you yes. guys. Yeah. Oh, thank you yeah. so much, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a lot of hard work, wasn't it, Rob? Blooming heck. Honestly, this is is why we don't do that very often. (laughs) No, honestly. What a lovely pair. That was such fun. I really enjoyed talking to them. Oh, so did I. They were lovely to talk to. And if Michael and Gemma ever want to do it again, they're more than welcome to... uh, crash our, our podcast and indeed we'll crash any theirs old again time. any old time yes. let's let's not leave it like what 50 years to uh <laughs> to, do it. to do it let's let's yeah. do it let's do it every month from now on 
I don't know if I'll agree to that, but uh, yeah, definitely, we'll definitely do it again. It's nice to have podcast buddies. So yes, as we said at the intro, if you're fans of Coronation Street and you've not checked out their podcast, please do go across to Conversation Street. You can find them on Spotify or any of your favourite podcast site, and they are also on YouTube. So just type them into the search bar. Indeed. And don't forget, if you like listening to us and everything EastEnders, find us on all your favourite podcast apps on YouTube. Just search Wolford Weekly and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Just put at Wolford Weekly. So it's goodbye from me, Alex. You've been my line and it's goodbye from me, Rob. See you at the weekend. Bye.